Hi, this is Anna. Welcome to Read a Pod Podcast. Shearwater is a book that I probably wouldn't have picked up if I hadn't known the themes, but I completely would have missed out because it's a beautiful, haunting and powerful read. I'm super pumped to be talking with Leah Swan today. I've been looking forward to this one for ages. Um, how do you normally talk about your book without doing the spoilers? Do you just say that? Um, look, I, I, I mean, the one way you could just say it, I guess, is just to say that it's a dramatic ending. Um, it's a very dramatic ending. Yeah. Um, incredibly powerful, but I think. Yeah, and that. Um, that I read it not knowing anything at all. I didn't read the back, didn't read, like, um, I only remembered you saying, talking about that opening scene and how it came to you fully formed. Um, yeah. And that was such a powerful scene. Mm. Yeah, it was. It and you know that that whole thing of um, yeah of of having a scene and then not going into it, like putting it aside, putting it aside, and then having the story call me back into it. And I think, I mean, honestly, Anna, if I'd known that I was writing a tragedy, I'm not sure if I would have written it. Um, I that as well. Also, you had small children, I think. When yeah. You first had yeah. 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 Your head. Yeah, and they're nearly grown up now. It's like it, it became like when they were teenagers. It was very different because you're not vulnerable. Way that um, is quite sort of frightening. You know, you, you realise it's not just you in the world. It's you and these two have that you have to protect, <clears throat> and that's yeah, that's oh. feel that protection and. You can also see, you know, through your relationships how vulnerable they are. You know, they're so vulnerable and so trusting. And, uh, and anything yeah. can happen, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. But I thought that you um, tackled the issues of domestic violence and mental illness beautifully in the book. Um, yeah, thanks, Anna. Yeah, that, they were tricky. And um, I didn't set out to write an issues novel. I set out to look at relationships and and how they go wrong but since writing it I can see what it's I can see that it speaks right into that debate oh doesn't it ever absolutely mm. Mm. that's interesting so you came at it from just I know that that was the scene that that started the started with the characters so and I think the well reading it they're obviously very well formed everybody is a fully formed character you know exactly who these people are Yes. So yeah, and that. First. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yes. So I, I had, I mean, some of those characters had been in previous novels, just less formed. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> in that sense, I feel like those failed novels in the drawer that, you know, writers often talk about, um, actually really helped me with this book because I knew a lot of the backstory of the characters. And I didn't need to put it in the book, which was great because it actually meant that um, I think you get enough backstory. Um, oh, but absolutely, I know exactly who Lawrence is. I know Ava so well. Yeah. People. Yeah. But um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I didn't have to go into lots of description about them. I just felt like confident to just. Um, create their characters like to speak from their characters in a in a very direct way because I could just assume their existence if that makes sense mm -hmm. I wasn't discovering them as I was writing which was 
which was good. I mean, I was I was a little bit, but not to the not to the extent that um, that I'm have done with previous stories and novels that I've written. Yeah. So I think this is your first adult novel. Um, you've got um, some YA. Um, is it a fantasy one? I think. Yeah, yeah. So it's really oh. probably even a bit younger than that, eight to thirteen year old. Oh, yeah. It's and it's um, yeah, Irene of the trilogy. So there's three stories in that series, yeah. <clears throat> and that was written for, that was written really came out of um, having children and telling them bedtime stories. And um, my husband heard me telling that, that story one day and he just said, oh, you got to write that one down. I thought it would be a picture book. And then I realised that I had a whole world, a whole universe there. And it was great, actually. So that that was a really great experience. And then of course, the book of short stories, uh, Bearings, was published mm -hmm. with a firm press. Um, a great, in, yeah. a great publisher. Have you read it? Oh, fantastic! Yes, yes, of course I have. Yes, I read it um, after. Well, after I got the invitation for HarperCollins and and Googled you from there. Yeah. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, so um, and that was wonderful. I loved writing mm -hmm. those stories, and um, some of those stories I felt like. Could, were almost like tiny little novels in themselves. Like you could expand but that's the world. Short stories. You don't get a short little snippet. You get a whole world that's just really condensed and very condensed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which gives which gives it. I mean, one one of the reasons it's such a powerful form when it's done right is it has this incredible compressed energy to them. Mm -hmm. So you kind of like you you enter the world and then you're right there and it's all unfolding around you in a very interesting way because it's 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 only in a short period of time. Absolutely. Yeah. No wasted words. Everything's all just so concise and you get the whole universe that just um yeah, I think short stories are very powerful and you're fantastic. Oh, so good. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I loved writing that book. Yeah. Um and you can see it as well, um, with your minor characters in Shearwater. Um, there's whole universes and whole lives that have been lived. Um, I think Tilly mm. was with me for forever. I love her. Oh yeah, she's lovely, isn't she? She's like everybody's grandmother. Like she's just got this, you know, that um, really wise older woman as well. Like, yeah. you know, she she's very and she's very kind of tolerant of Gerald, and you know, she doesn't like he's a bit. He has obviously he's a good man, but he has some mm. annoying characteristics. But mm -hmm. she just um, she's just tolerant of him, and she's so loving to those boys. And oh. to me, actually, um, again, when I was writing the first draft, I didn't expect those characters, and they just turned up ready to help, ready to look after those boys. And it was a moment of light in the text because it is an intense text, an intense yeah. story, and. Um, they were just such, they were lovely characters, yeah. It was very intense reading, but I was also, gosh, it's beautiful landscape. I read it um, right in the middle of my COVID experience and I just can't wait to go exploring that that environment and the it's beautiful yeah. coastline that you've, that you've created for me. Yeah, it's, it is definitely worth a trip on the Great Ocean Road. It's yeah. um, some of the most incredible landscape oh, ever yeah. I've ever seen and described oh thank you Anna and it, it's it's so um it, 
it what what why it is the perfect kind of gothic setting in a way is because it's very very beautiful but also it is a very treacherous coast there's lots of rocks under the water it was known it's one of them it's known as the shipwreck coast mm -hmm. and there are like stories of shipwrecks and things um so lockard gorge for example is named after the lockard <clears throat> which is um which was a boat from scotland and um only two people survived that oh, wow. um and they 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 slept overnight in a cave in Lockhart Gorge, and you know the boat had sunk, and um, so that's why that little that little cove is named after after them. And we used to we used to summer there um, at a at a coast a little tiny little bay little beach called the Bay of Martyrs, and um, it had kind of resonances, obviously that title, but yeah. It, it, yeah. Um, it's it, um, it's so beautiful but when I went back there when I was riding Shearwater I went back there to have a look again because I hadn't been there for years and mm -hmm. um, I laughed when I saw that there was a sign saying that the the beach was unsafe for swimming because <laughs> that's where I swam all those years um, and it was rough it was very it was very rough the water was brutal and um and so that really informed a lot of my sense of that coast and and also you know that's a really powerful kind of um metaphor for emotion for our emotional lives that it's beautiful but sometimes it's brutal what we go through in our relationships yeah it wasn't it's give, the book has given me so much to think about um because i think i read it so quickly and had no idea what it was about um the all of the 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 danger those mudden birds, um, they fell, I live in Cronulla and um, a couple of years ago they were just falling from the sky. Really? So you've seen that? Because I haven't seen it. I've heard it described. I, but I, I hate birds and I hate dead things. And <laughs> yeah, so they were exhausted and falling from yeah. the sky, which is what happens in the book. So with the, with the birds, I really wanted to, um, because it was such, it's such an emotional book, Mm -hmm. and so intense all those relationships and you know the boys go missing um in that first scene that's so that's not really a spoiler like a, no. you know we know that that happens um and uh so that so their mother Ava is in this heightened this heightened intense emotional state the whole book really mm -hmm. and um because she's in a state of fear and and there's a kind of mythic yeah. element to that but there's also it, it can also get a little bit claustrophobic and intense and so one of the reasons that I wanted to bring the birds in was to just let a bit of light and air into the text and this sense of mm. natural mm. rhythms you know that of 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 you know we have our own emotional life and our own immediate vicinity but we're also on the planet and we're inside the planet's emotional we're and physical part of the universe and, yeah. Rhythmic life, yes. Yeah. So, so yeah. wanting to just bring that sense of the universe in to the book, just in a very kind of concern. There are only short, short sections. Those sections, yeah. yeah. And it, um, all of the water. The, I think the water is a beautiful metaphor that's throughout the book as well. Yes, yeah. Because and and water has that kind of, you know, that endless feeling yeah. to it that shorelessness um the air the when flow, always changing always the same that's right and and when um uh, most 
so many Australian teenagers have had the experience of being um, stuck out in the water. Um, and when I was about 14 or 15, I think I got caught in a rip and I did get that. Uh, luckily I was, I was rescued by a surfer, but um, I remember this incredible moment of panic when I could see no shoreline. Mm -hmm. And it struck me later that this was a great metaphor for, you know, when you are stuck in your emotion, in a, in a kind of a sort of psychic space in a relationship and you can't see your way out of it. And actually you really do need other people. You need other people to say, listen, this is, yeah. this is not working. This is not unfolding for you in the right way. You need to take this action or that action. Absolutely, so powerful. And there's what's wrong with reaching out as well. Yeah, it's beautifully done. Nothing at all. It's essential. We must yeah. do that yeah. because um, otherwise uh, you can go mad or mm. get, get suicidal. And mm -hmm. of course we know okay. tragically, you know, we have high levels of suicide in this country. And I, mm -hmm. I think it's because people don't know how to reach out. Yeah. And they don't get the help they need maybe. And um, so there's a real, you know, this is, it is about feelings, but there's a reality to that. Mm -hmm. oh, I just, I love this book. It was the oh, thanks, Santa. Really at, at exactly the right time. Just perfect. Loved Max That's and Teddy as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Done a fantastic job. Thank um, you. And I think, are you... What are you reading at the moment? Anything exciting? Um, I'm reading. I am reading right now The Mirror and the Light by Hilary Mantel. Oh, I'm going so slowly with it. <laughs> it is. Look, it is. But, you know, it's, it's, it's like a cruise ship, isn't it? It's not like a little fast, little quick boat ride. It's, it's, um, it just, you kind of have to just go into it and immerse yourself in the experience. I read the previous two and I loved them. I think she's, I do think she's, you know, just uh, what she's, what she's done here is incredible. <laughs> and um, she's a beautiful, she's a beautiful writer, you know, that the, you know, but as, as a bit of an Anglophile, you know, um, I'm married to somebody who was born in England and we, Travelled England from time to time, so we have that lovely, you know, that lovely historical connection to the, those places. And you sort of you think, oh my goodness, you know, people lived and all of this happened. I love mm -hmm. what um, Mantel said about writing it in the in the present tense because she said, you know, we all know what happens, but actually the people in the book don't know what <laughs> happened. It's all happening for them at the yeah. time, and it, I thought that was great. Um, what else am I reading? Um, I've got a I've got a huge pile of books next to my bed, uh, which um, yeah, which I need to get through. I've got... No, no, not at all. It's good to have a pile. I got rid of my pile while I was um, in isolation, and um... oh, good on you! That's amazing. <laughs> I even oh my goodness, I finished off um, Bridge of Clay, and oh. I had that. I'm sitting there for way too long. I loved it. Is it that, that's that's yeah. I've heard that's really that, good. Was, yeah. I don't know why I let it sit there for so long. It was crazy. It was so good. Um, but you get a little anxious because you, you know, it's fun to have a pile. <laughs> yes. Building it up again very quickly. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure as a in your, you know, as a book person, you absolutely. often just get the yeah. book. No sooner, no sooner do you get to the bottom of that pile, but oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 
one for the shelves, one for me. I think I'll read that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How awesome. <laughs> oh, bless. Well, thank you so much. So much in, in sheer water to love and to to think about and to ruminate over. And it's, it's a beautiful read. Yeah, I think, you know, one of the things that readers have said to me is that once they start reading it, they can't put it down, which um, is is wonderful to hear because mm. I really did try to create a book that, um, you know, ex explored complex things like relationships and so on, but really um, was one of those books that's just a great read. I, I really wanted people to sort of have that experience of curling up on the couch and not wanting to get up and do anything else oh, except read. <laughs> so, yeah. It is. You've definitely succeeded with that. It's a beautiful book. And yeah, so engrossing, so all-encompassing. You can't believe you just keep going along with it. It's so fast-paced, but so much is happening. Oh, beautiful, just beautiful. Oh, thanks, Anna. Um, and when you do tour, will you be doing any touring? I don't know what the plan is. Uh, I mean, I would, um, I'd love to come and visit your bookshop at some uh, at some stage. Um, that'd be great, and I'd love to meet people because, of course, everything's online at the moment, which has been a lifeline. It's been, yeah, it's so been much more than I ever would have if if it was only in real life. It's been fantastic, but yeah, but there is something wonderful about the it real really experience too. So, and I think we're we're all missing that. Yeah. You know, that sense of being in the room with other people and yeah. having a shared experience. Um, but thank goodness for events. Thank you very much, Claire. I really My really pleasure, Anna. Thank you. thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Okay, I'm going to press stop recording now. And thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Anna. Okay, so thanks for listening. Please rate, review and subscribe. See you next time on Read a Pod Podcast. Thank you.